Charles! Your lunch is ready. What we got? What we got? What do it look like? Hey, what's up, Hunga Pie family? Thanks for tuning in to another week, another episode of the Hunga Podcast, a Philly-based culture and society podcast from a Black queer perspective. I'm your host. I'm your producer, Eric Cole, aka Tennis Bang. If you're not already following, subscribe to the podcast on social media and on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever you listen to. You can find the Hunger Podcast by searching at Hunger Pod. That's H U N G U P P O D. Also, it's been a minute since I had a review on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, take a second and leave a review. Show your love for the show. This week on the Hunger Podcast, I have the straight perspective. <laughs> Nell Simmons Dowson. I met him through Alpha. We pledge together. We He is my line brother. Um, he's actually a Trey. I'm the deuce. He's the Trey. That's how close we were on the line. So we, we've been close for a very long time. Nell is a father alongside being a brother. He's a referee. And he is the co-host of the Don't That Make Sense podcast. Podcast that he does along with Brian Joseph. And you can find that podcast on Apple Podcasts as well. I'm a little hurt. I'm a little salty. I'm a little tight. <laughs> because this was supposed to be a two-part episode. And and now I'm thinking, like, why am I doing that? Because people be having two-hour podcasts. I'm always... I don't know why I'm hard on myself about that. I don't know. I, I just feel like I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that say they want and they prefer shorter podcasts. But I see a lot of podcasts out there that get tons of listens and plays. <laughs> that was redundant. That are much longer than an hour. So I don't know. I, I struggle with that. And I go back and forth. But this episode, Nell came over. We had such a great conversation. It was a two-hour conversation. <laughs> and I said, well, let me make it into two parts. So I took the second. This is going to be the first hour. And we talk about going through your spouse's phone. I'm going to play the clip with... Um, T.S. Madison and Shekana that went viral about don't go through your man's phone. Go through your man's phone. And we're going to talk about that. But that's it. Because <laughs> I accidentally deleted the second hour trying to move it to a new show. I deleted it by accident. And I'm tight. But at least we got this hour. I hope y'all enjoy the conversation. Let me know if you like now. If you do, let me know. Because I want to get them back on the show. I don't have the straight, the quote unquote straight perspective on the Hunger Podcast often. It happens, but not often. And so I hope y'all enjoy it. Microphone right up on ya. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna remove it though. Don't, yeah, don't don't be Hold afraid on. to adjust it. I like the mic. Like the mic should be. Right, this is a. Yeah, I like it right here. Like if this, I can these still... are podcast microphones, so it's really just picking up what's right here. Okay. So if you over here, it ain't gonna really. But right here, you got. <clears throat> Yo, you know what? I wanted to ask you. What? I mean, I don't know if you want to record this. It's we... We're recording. Okay. Like now that you. Like you've been in this city for at least ten years. Do you ever like? How do you maintain your relationship with your your friends from like high school? Because like for me, like I officiate and I walk and I'm in the city, so like I always bump into somebody I went to school with. Just to reminisce, like nothing too crazy. But like, how does that work for someone who's like a transplant to a new city? That's interesting because like that's really what I use Facebook for, like. 
And I don't log into Facebook often, but I feel like whenever I do, it's a blast from the past. <laughs> like, that's my Maryland life. Because, like, that was a whole... I feel like that was a whole different lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Philly was a different lifetime. Like, I met... That's, like, my chosen family when I came to Philly. I built I built family. I gained friends. I lost some. <laughs> uh, figuratively and liter- literally. So, like, it, that, it's interesting. Because even when I go back home, like, I was just home over the weekend. I can't help but to think about, like, childhood and be reminded of childhood. And, and so, like, in terms of the people, some of them um, I'm still, like, close with. And, and, and I talk to, like, via text or via phone. It may okay. not be a whole, like, a lot, mm-hmm. but a couple of times throughout the year. How about your your great I wish that was stronger, though, with some, some of the people. Yeah. Yeah, like Courtney, Darnese, just naming a few people off the top of my head. People that I was like really, really close with in like middle school, high school. Yeah. And you know, we just all, and shout out to Darnese. I know you just lost your mother. Um, and again, I only know that because of the social media. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I keep, keep tabs on some of these folks. So, what's stopping us from taking time out of our lives to go just have dinner with some of the people that were really important to us? Like, for you, you're, you're traveling into Maryland so often. But, like, what's the, what's the holdup? Like, if you're saying we wish we would have kept it that way, is it because people change, time change? Or just, like, a moment in time? So, like, yeah, we was real tight at this moment, but not no more. Yeah, people, people change. Time change. I think as adults... <clears throat> so, like, <clears throat> when we're young and we're a little bit more naive, I, I, I'll say... I think we have this like idea that high school friendships are going to continue into college and into adulthood. And, and honestly, what I've, I feel like I've learned through my personal experience is that that's not how that works. It can. And that's a blessing to say, like, I've had this been my best friend for 30 years since high school. And I've heard that. Like, and I can say that about people like Tracy, but that's not always the case. Sometimes when you leave high school, you go into college, that's a new life. You, you meeting people that, yeah, I, moved from different states to come to college, and they bring in their experiences. You 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 getting to learn yourself in a whole new environment and a whole new context. Then you leave college. Okay, now you're in the professional world. Now you paying bills. You know what I mean? Now you networking. You doing. You going to mixers and shit. You meeting people that way. Now you traveling and you meeting people. I saw a meme not too long ago that was like, you haven't even met half the people that are gonna love you. That are gonna wanna fuck with you. I can see that. Like life takes you different places, like you said. If you let it. If you're open to it. We we all we I think we both know somebody that they probably been in the same spot for a long time. Yeah. Or just comfortable. Definitely. Or or scared to like step out. I think a lot of people were like that. Because that shit is hella uncomfortable. We are afraid of new things. Yeah. And like, let's be honest, that shit is uncomfortable. When you're in a new space, I'm going to take it to you. And when we were coming through on our line, like, you, Earl, y'all around gay niggas. Like, y'all wasn't before. (laughs) Y'all in close proximity. You know what I mean? Like Every day. Respecting the process is respecting the fact that y'all was probably uncomfortable until you figured it out. Until you were able to find yourself and like navigate and like re- yeah. respect it, I could I could see that. All right, I'm just going to talk about me personally. I could see your outlook on that, but for me, I was never uncomfortable or like nervous. I'm like just people. Yeah, you've just always people. been like secure. Mm-hmm. You've always been like one of my straight friends has always been like, "What's wrong with these other niggas? Why can't they yeah. just?" Yeah, I think for me, it's just I know that every straight man don't want me. And more importantly... It's every straight sound, woman don't want you. Yeah, but it's going to sound naive. I'm used to people like wanting to talk to me in, in some capacity. So it don't bother me. I'm just thinking it's a general conversation. You do got that look that what, the people be going look? up for. The safe look? Listen, listen y'all. <clears throat> Hunger fam, I noticed y'all this is the first time. Now being, matter of fact, we... <coughs> 
<clears throat> and shout out, like, this is how we wanted the conversation to just flow. But I realized, like, we didn't even, even introduce you. <laughs> Definitely did. We just started. But like I said, that's kind of how we wanted it to happen. Yeah. I did like for a second. I didn't know we should record. We were just chatting. I told you in the beginning. I said I'm recording, uh, but no, I'm. Mean, you said like I told you when the bull from the uh, when the bull from the doctors got my number from my file and tried to shoot a shot with me. Got your number from who? All right. So I told you I went to the doctor, and the dude from the reception desk went in my file to get my phone number to reach out to me. That. That, yeah, that, has that's to a, be that's a HIPAA violation. Yeah, I, I can probably get a check. It's probably a couple of violations right yeah. there. Like, bro, yeah, he could have probably lost his job over some shit. He like could have shot, shot out the board, man. You still got your job, so he going strong, bro. Like, yeah. you can't be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't be out here calling people from your files, no. like. <laughs> Because something tells me you are so, not the first. If he was that bold let, to do that, me, you're not give the first me, one. Let me give a little context for the people. I had this co- want what they want. They go yeah. after it. Yeah, I had this no cologne on. I had this cologne on. I went to what the doctor. Oh, Do man. you remember? I don't even remember. So I had the cologne on. I go to the eye doctor, and the first time he said, he was like, "Yo, that that smells amazing." Yada yada yada. What is that? And I told him, I'm like, I don't know, but next time I come, I'll let you know what it is. So the next time I came there, I let him know what it was, and he was like, "Oh, could you write that down for me?" I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and I wrote the website down. Fast forward the next visit. I just genuinely asked, did you ever order the cologne? He says, no. I say, okay, I keep it pushing. At that visit, I believe when I left the facility, he came, he texted me, was like, yo, this is such and such. I hope this ain't weird, but what was the name of that cologne? And I sent it to him another time. And then like 20, maybe eight hours later, he texted me to him like, what's up with you? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh. And he was like, yeah, I don't mean to come at you like this, but I just want to know. Could we like go out? I'm like, yeah, that's not not me, brother. <sighs> but I wasn't mad. I was like, I appreciate be, the compliment. Like, yeah, I think I'm attractive. I think I'm attractive. Mm-hmm. So I understand people gonna shoot their shot. No, I'm good. Some left of the deck. The niggas be coming. Yeah. Out the woodworks. But it happens, bro. Like we as men we come at women. Women come at women. We just gotta be respectful. That's all. I think that's why a lot of things go left. Like with people just not being respectful. Not on being, both sides. Yeah, both sides. You're not on both sides. You're not being respectful <clears throat> in a way you're trying to court this person and you not being respectful in a way you're trying to reject this person. Ew, fuck, I would never. <laughs> like, yo, I just gave you a compliment and said Not you, you like, yuck me. Yeah. Damn, nigga. From out of nowhere, <laughs> like all I did was I probably said you was beautiful, and I want can I get your name? And that be hurting some of the niggas' pride. Like you can't be saying some shit like that yeah. and expect a nigga not to get emotional. And when niggas get emotional, for you know, some of them that means equates to getting violent. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but let's just pause for a second, hunger fam. Um, what's up? What's up with y'all? Uh, yeah. What y'all hung up on? <laughs> So let me just say real quick, there was no episode last week because Hung Up High Live, you know, my YouTube show that I have with Tony Purnell, a.k.a. Yes. Tony the Lightworker. Shout out to Tony. <clears throat> We're on break. <laughs> we are out of the studio for like a month. Well, we've been out, but because we had pre-recorded our episodes, we were already out the studio. Episodes were still airing, but... We officially on production studio break, and it was kind of weird to be like, "See y'all next, see y'all in 2024." But I mean, that's I mean, we're literally knocking on the door 2024. Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. So that's why there was no. So every I, and I've been doing good, like posting episodes every Friday, every Friday, trying to get that consistency. But that's why there was no episode last week, and I will continue to put out just hung up podcast episodes like I'm doing right now. Um, but it just may not be every week. Like I have some content planned. <clears throat> I'm also hooking up with a few other people that I just met. So you guys will get content. It just may not be every week. So just bear with me for a little bit. Um, but this week on the Hunger Podcast, I have another podcaster here. A father, frat brother, a friend, <laughs> a real one. 
What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Janelle Simmons. You're, and you are the co-host of... Does That Make Sense podcast. Okay. And tell the people a little bit about your podcast and where they can find it and listen to it. It's on all podcast platforms. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Spotify, it's everywhere. Um, Not title though. I think you got an exclusive deal with title. Listen, I think I'm on title. You think you? <laughs> I think I'm on title, man. Um, shout out to Brian. That's the host. So Brian does most of the behind the scenes work, and I'm just there. Shout to, out to Brian to facilitate conversation and repost and do everything. Con- I'm new to the content creation space, but. Oh, but yeah, that's what the podcast is. You sound like a natural. I appreciate it, man. I think I listened to y'all most recent episode okay. a few days ago. Yeah. And um, let me just say, <laughs> I wouldn't usually listen to a podcast with. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, hold on. Let me be careful. Uh, <laughs> while, while, while he gets ready, let me plug it. Uh, episode ahead. 68, come up off that. I think that's the one I listened to. Yes. Come up off that. Episode 68. Y'all weren't, because y'all both two straight, cis, heterosexual men. It wasn't like, it wasn't It wasn't a point where I was like, I got to turn this off. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, we are thankful. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. <laughs> because, woo, it, some of the content that I see. And I can't even name the podcast because there's so many podcasts. Everybody mm-hmm. got a podcast. Everybody. Name but my them. God, some of the things that I be hearing on the microphones, I'm like, mm-mm, not for me. Yeah. I'm going to pass it on to the next person. It might be for somebody else, but <laughs> not not for me. But what you be hearing? Well, particularly like the things that rub me the wrong way is where when the misogyny pops up, the femphobia, the homophobia, the okay. transphobia, the xenophobia, like all the things that pop up, um, be they intentionally or unintentionally, that triggers someone like me who's, you know, been invested in the community and doing the work and just trying to hear conversations on both sides and, have, and having those conversations here um, and having been witnessed you know, to so many conversations by people who, you know, are well-versed in these things, like a George Johnson um, or a Hope Giselle. I'm sometimes just disappointed to hear what I'm hearing. It's like all this work is being done. All these people, we are all pouring into these conversations in so many ways. And a lot of these folks get on the microphone and you, you would figure they have not heard a thing, haven't read a thing, haven't... <laughs> but read a document you know what i mean it's just like a lot of folks you can tell are still very comfortable in their ignorance and yes. and, and that's where they get their likes and, and comments from but keep this in mind mm-hmm. that is very true but i think we come from a place where we give people uh more benefit of the doubt than we actually should we believe because we are conscious of today's society and we are kind of in the know that everybody else is in the know and mm-hmm. conscious of what's happening. Some people only got enough, only enough mindset just to focus on them and what they immediately see. Like we are, like the kids today are in this instant. They glued to that iPad. Yeah, they glued to it, but they're yeah. in this instant society where everything is like short. So like you you could possibly, I can't say you, because or you would see our article that would make you think, right? It'll the the words will grab you and you'll be like, oh, let me check that out. You might actually go and look at the article, right? Like if it interests you, mm-hmm. like if you see a post on Instagram, you'll be like, all right, let me let me read more into that. Other people are just looking at the title, reading a few comments, and coming up with a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We sometimes ask too much of other people, so it is not. Sometimes it, I don't want to say it's ignorance; it's just negligence. It is negligence, and it's um sometimes damaging because yeah. these people have these platforms, and you know people are listening, people are watching. I mean, even me, like Hunger Pie Fam, don't does not hesitate to hold me accountable for the conversations I'm having or not having. Mm-hmm. Or the things that I'm posting or not posting. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So I um, I do the best I can with a disclosure yeah. that we're all on this journey together. Like, Hunger Podcast has always been, um, you know, I'm not a subject matter expert on everything. Of course. So please don't expect that of me. But you can expect me to come to the table with what I have, what I do know, what I can share my experience and be willing and open to hear Everyone else's. Exactly. Even those that I may not understand or agree with, this whole cancel culture thing, I think, is problematic because we can't just shut out people and and just want to only talk to the people that agree with us. I think we have to come together with our differences of opinion and be willing to have those hard conversations Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll make middle ground. Maybe sometimes we won't. But I think it's also important that we're able to establish those moments, too, to understand, like, okay, this thing right here, we know that we, we're we not going to be able to come to an understanding. But you yes. heard me. I heard you. Yes. You know what I mean? But um, I feel like I'm spiraling. But no, but that, that's touchy, too. Because mm-hmm. even you said... There is going to be someone... In cancel culture, There's there has to be... a there has to be cancel culture for a certain set of society, in my opinion. Like a who? A pedophile. R. Kelly. Yeah. Okay. P. Diddy. Say nah. I mean, possibly maybe. if he did those things that mm-hmm. they a legend. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. But at what point do you want me to go in and re re engage them in conversation to act when they ask is it okay to come back into society? I think I think you're done. Like you can exist in some capacity, but the open arms and the warmness we once embrace you with is never going to be the same. Especially when a lot of these people don't make amends for the harm that they've caused. Yeah. It's like, that's the start of it. And honestly, even when you do that, like we, and we, and we hear an apology does not mean that somebody's going to walk, you know, welcome you back in. But with, wait, let mm-hmm. me also say sometimes people that we're canceling don't feel as though they're wrong. And I don't want to name Diddy and, and the other mm-hmm. people that were around those type of allegations for him, but just think of somebody who had an opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Like people were shun Dave Chappelle for his comments in Boston. Well, I was there at the actual show. Only mm-hmm. four people left. But like you try to cancel him, why? Because he has a legitimate opinion that maybe the masses don't agree with, but there's a like fifty nine percent of people agree with Dave, another forty one don't. Mm-hmm. Is that enough to cancel him? Probably not. I mean, I think what we see over and over again is that a lot of these people, whatever they say out their mouths, whoever, whatever community they're um, insulting, um, these people stay working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these people stay traveling. These people still get contracts and deals. There's somebody. There's somebody that <clears throat> agrees with them. Well, the in the people are in the people who are buying these tickets to go see their shows, obviously, yeah. you know, are patronizing these people and supporting these people. Um, so that, that, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm-hmm. when, like, when does it cancel culture exist? Because if you push me to the left, but then I still have a following that's coming to see me, I'm always going to be able to speak what I speak. Because even R. Kelly, I mean. <laughs> He still had people outside, you know, protesting, release him, and, you know, yeah. like, they're still, so. Like, I I want to say this. Mm-hmm. As nasty as R. Kelly music may have been, right, what if me, what if I was in a, at some point in my life, I was down bad, like, down bad. But I started, I'm listening, listening to music, but it's something about R. Kelly music that makes me, uh, I want to say like a better, puts me in a better mood, now I'm productive. Mm-hmm. My life has made a 180 and I'm excelling. Yeah. And now I associate everything that I'm doing well with R. Kelly, even though I don't agree with nothing he has done, but I still want to listen to his music because for a period of time, that's when I was at my best. Do you think someone who really disagrees with what somebody has done can still enjoy their music and listen to it? I mean, maybe they can. I'm just asking. I I don't know. I I think so. It's a good question because I've been in that like um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think. I got one for you. I got one for you. But these situations happen where um, people come out and say things that are unpopular. Be it an artist that I'm, you know, I like, or a movie star, or a celebrity, 
um, a sports and an, an athlete <laughs> and they end up saying something. It's like, damn, now I got to really figure out if and how I'm going to still continue to support this person because I don't like what they said or what they did. It makes me feel a type of way. I think that's on the on an individual level, yeah. like how you decide to move forward, because some people could just be like, nah, I'm not. It's a cut it's for over. me. It's over. And I think some people do struggle with that. Sometimes I got one for you. Mm-hmm. I watch, I still watch Dr. Huxtable, the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm never going to stop watching it. The person, the entertainer I knew wasn't doing that on the show. Like that's how I, that's my first association with him, right? That's my first understanding of who he was as a person, mm-hmm. or who, the image he tried, the facade. He so tried it's to like build. a completely separate. Yeah. Like you and don't I, think the one has to do with the other. No, for me, mm-hmm. but no, because why did I watch it? Why do I still watch it? Even though I have achieved those things, to me, it was the first successful black family I seen. It was the first successful black household I seen, and they like it was everything I wanted. If I had my mom and my dad live under the same house, absolutely. And I think we can also be okay with critiquing these things, yeah. right? And being um, truthful and honest about where we as individuals, as people, fall short. And, and what we do, if we can, like, to get back up. And what we've done to right our wrongs or to, you know, like I said before, even just, like, make amends with people or try to. I think a constant theme that we see is, like, People don't want to be held accountable. And when you want to hold people accountable, they take issue with it. I mean, let's take the celebrity and the movie. Let, we, we, let's take it down to um, some of the things that we've talked about, which we experienced in our organization. I ain't going to say which one, but you mm-hmm. know which one I'm talking yeah. about. Like, niggas have a hard time taking accountability. And they and whether they know for sure, and they, they could know that they were wrong, but it's like to, to actually like say it and own it it's like niggas want to fight you. They rather fight you than to do that. Yeah, because of my ego too big. Got that's, a that's big a ego, yeah. such that's a big ego. What song is that? Test. Uh, hold up, there was a. Every now and again, y'all got throw something on, in there to testing, testing. That ain't Beyonce, is it? Yeah, you got it. Hold on, was it was that on? Is that, right. That's on. We doing I'm, all right out on, here, wait, wait, wait. y'all. I'm, I'm trying to take it a step further. <laughs> was that on? Uh, what's the album four? Ego. Yeah. Does she even have? Does she even have albums with numbers? No, four was an album. Okay. I can't remember what it was though. No, that was on Sasha Fierce. I ah. Wait, let me see. Listen, man. I don't be in no, my Beyonce bag it. like that. I want to play it. I want to see what album that is. Y'all know the black and white, John. Absolutely no clue. When she, yeah, I am Sasha Fierce. It was two volumes. Broken Hearted Girl was on there. Yes. If I were a boy, I did like um, oh. Smash Into You. Radio Diva. Sweet dreams are a beautiful nightmare. Scared of lonely? Come on, family. I'm a little, a little chilly. Let me get a sweater real quick. Okay. You good? You need anything? No, I was waiting. For, I don't even know if you paused it or not. All right, so we are back. Hunger Podcast. I'm Eric Cole, host and producer, life coach, Tennis Bay. Um, now welcome to my home. You know what? I'm. This feels good to be recording in my home. I haven't done this in a while. And um, I'm trying to be a better host. And so, you know, I done fed the man, y'all. Indeed. Appreciate you. Wasn't that good? Shout out to Dig. Yeah, shout out to Dig. I normally, I'm not I'm not normally a fan of free promo, but yeah, shout out to Dig. Right, okay. <laughs> I might have to bleep that. Um, we had a kale salad. Indeed. It was like a kale Caesar salad. The roasted sweet potatoes. Um, and the mac and cheese. Can't forget the mac and cheese. And the vegan mac and cheese. Yes. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Um, welcome to my home. Thank When's you. When's the last time you've been here? I think I was over here like two weeks ago. Just to grab something though. Gotcha. You picked something up for me. 
Got you. It was like a grab and go. You know. Yeah, appreciate you. We be having business. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you. Making moves. <laughs> but yeah, um, man, it, feel, it feels good to be on a podcast. You know what? No, for real. Like, I'm glad you're here. And don't be look. I'm gonna tell you right now. When that, when I be having straight folks on the podcast, they be getting backlash from their fans and from the people that follow them. They want to know why you wanna why you want that Vegas podcast. I guess whatever they you be know, saying. Listen, I have a podcast. The hateful, the hateful, awful things that y'all be saying. I'm gonna keep it above with you. Like maybe I'm not maybe I'm not doing something right. I shout my podcast out. I put my uh, Instagram and Twitter handle on there. I be getting follows, but no one like interacts with me on that level. What do you mean? Like I've never got, I've never received a bad review or like, oh, why'd you say that? Like I've Not got, yet. I've got it from Not my yet. family. I may just bring some shit up. You might, but I think I be the trying. Gays be triggering some of some of the straights. I guess I just, I just be trying to be politically correct, respectful. And just say my thoughts. I'm not out here trying to be malicious or anything. But you know some of this foolery because we've talked about it before where it's a really unfortunate situation that even by association, it's like y'all can't even hang out with us without being questioned. When we had our Alphaversary dinner, that place, we ain't going back there. Okay. You know, our, our good brother, The Jewel, yeah. Was getting inquiries via text and via phone calls from, from baby mom. Okay. Cause I guess she 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 thought we was fucking. Like that it was like the link up was like an orgy or something? Why yeah, and it's that's not an uncommon thing. Cause I've heard that before and I've seen it online. Like some of some of the straight women think that we all just like <laughs> going in, going in. So, I'm gonna make sure I hear you incorrect. I hear you correctly. Straight women are saying that when some gay of them, men, not all, well, I'm we're, sorry, we're not generalizing. Some mm -hmm. women have expressed, yes, have expressed that when gay and straight men link up, got to be something going on. There's got to be something going on. Um, I can only speak for myself. I mean, it's foolish. I'm just, I'm just calling out the homophobia and the ridiculousness of it. I'm well, really not trying so to sit here and understand. I would it. try to flip ladies and say the same thing. Let me ask you: like when y'all go out with your homegirl who is bisexual mm -hmm. and you straight, like we just supposed to be under the same impression that y'all not doing nothing. You should be because they exactly. be they be fucking around too. Bro, let's keep it a bean so and let's keep it a buck. When it comes to relationships, I don't put on anything past anybody. When it comes to relationships. So, I mean, you can have that thought in the back of your mind, but then I would ask you, are you secure? Do you believe your spouse is secure with their sexuality? And if they are exploring, why haven't they come and spoke to you about it? To me, it is wild that it is guilty by association. I'm fully aware of it as a straight man, but the comments and stuff, I ignore. Like, Sound like some pick me type stuff, but like, I wish I could call one of one of the shorties I used to deal with, and I'll be open. She was like, "Yo, I thought you was gay for like the first two three months that we was dealing with each other." This was like a twenty two, twenty, and I had, and this is like years later. She told me, but I'm like, "Why do you think that?" She was like, "Cause the things you like in bed, I like what I like." It's like you like your look, your nipples being looked. I'm like, I just thought that was a normal <laughs> part of sex. Like, no, the men be on the timeline saying that that's that's some fruity shit. I don't understand how. You got to talk to your brethren. I don't get it. I don't get it. To oh, me, but oh, I mean, I don't think it is anything to get other than it's some insecurity, like you said, obviously. But it's just it's just homophobia. Like sometimes I just like I gotta just call a thing a thing. Bro, do people not like pleasure? Well, I, and that's a great question because our as a black people not even the gay straight, it's just as a people, our experience with pleasure, I think is a journey that we probably, a lot of us haven't started. I know some of us have because just being in this podcasting space since 2017, I would say maybe like five years ago, seven years ago was when I started like seeing more of like us 
you know, in these spaces talking about sex, talking about pleasure, um, sex therapy, black sex, sex therapists, those type of things started coming up. Um, not to say that's when it started, y'all. It could have started before that, but that's when I started seeing it. Um, but I really think that that question is something that we're still really on the surface of, you know, I'll, I'll even say myself, you know, I'm, you know, as a gay man, you know, You're because we don't, what? we don't, hmm? you still on the surface of uh, learning what? pleasures, like self-pleasure, like what, what, what is that? Okay. And you that's know? fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you typically explore that? Like you already have, you already know the limitations of things you're willing to go. I mean, for us is through experience. Yeah. We live in a heterosexual world, so we don't have what we see on TVs and music and movies and in the even, magazines. And like, we don't, we don't see it. So we have to actually experience it. Yeah. And to figure it out, to answer but your so question. Even some of us heterosexual males, we have to figure it out. Because mm-hmm. you talk about what you see in entertainment. I've never Not just seen, entertainment, just the the norm, the mainstream society that we live in is a mainstream very society. binary, cisgendered, accepting society. In mainstream society, when you look at things where it's heterosexual foreplay or sex on TV, it's always like the man licking on the woman. It's never the woman really licking on the man in a in a, like a, a, a questionable spot, like his neck. Mm. She might lick him on the a questionable spot. I like that. What you see what I'm saying? Questionable spots. Because again, like my que- <laughs> as a straight man, yes, I heterosexual America has told me a man getting his nipples licked is a questionable spot. You see what I'm saying? We talking about exploring. We talking about exploring sexuality. But you just, I've told you, other men have said, oh, you like, women have said, you like your nipples, your nipples being like, are you gay? Do you think it's a, no, a man thing or a black thing? I don't know who thing it is. I think, do we, you, ha- okay. Because I'm just wondering if, because it seems like, in, at least in America, and I guess abroad too, like white men have more like liberty and more freedom expression. We and, give it to them. And they don't they don't have these things but where they're like calling them. each other gay for doing stuff. But we give Whereas it to them. I hear these conversations in our spaces though, like black spaces. I don't want to say you care too much, but we, we give them that uh that freedom. We can give ourselves the same freedom. I should be able to talk to you how I want to. But then at the same time, like even with the pause game that, that heterosexual men play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a game to us. It's just a game. Mm-hmm. Ain't no ill intent behind, oh, you said something that's kind of off the wall. That's all it means. Pause, off the wall. Oh, you about to have 14 glizzies right now? That's interesting. Off the wall. Okay, but that is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that you about to eat 14 hot dogs. It's not... It's, who eats 14 hot dogs? Okay, but... What I see on Twitter is a man can't have a hot dog <laughs> without being like, oh, that's gay. That's And that's, to me, to me, that's wild. If I want a <laughs> hot dog, I'm going to eat a hot dog. You go, so you, you, go, young, you so, go down but the But it's, it's young boys. It's like the 25 under crowd. <laughs> is that what it is? That, in my opinion. T- tell us, because I don't know. Like, Yo, y'all, so that's, tell- that's why I have this, this, this representation on the microphone. So you telling me... <laughs> I'm talking. I'm. I'm just asking the listeners by a show of hands. Stop hitting the mic. I'm sorry. By a show of hands, if you hungry and there's nothing else to eat in the crib, Uber Eats don't exist. DoorDash, you won't have it. Oh, you and there's some hot, hot dogs, dogs in, in there, there with rolls, ketchup, mustard, and it's only like two relish. Little old Oscar Mayer no, ass. Pack. They fresh. They fresh. <laughs> it's all you got in your crib. You're not gonna eat it. So they, we, they we eat not eat. They ain't gonna tell we, we not eating food because somebody else put mm-hmm. a term on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a whole list. I wish I can bring it up. It's a whole list. I know Man. margaritas is on there too. Oh, cra- crazy margarita bowl. Me, yo, get your original. I fucking love a fucking margarita, yeah. and it's so easy. You go out restaurant, bar, what have you. It don't matter. You don't gotta fucking sit there and try to figure yeah. out what you gonna and drink. And it's probably the best Nigga, drink. Order a margarita Bro, on the rocks. You ever had a blueberry lemon drop? No, that sounds good though. Yo, um, again, I don't do free promo, but shout out to this. Uh, shout out to Top Golf. They got a crazy blueberry lemon drop. Who? Top Golf. It's an entertainment spot in Philly. Yeah, Philly King of Prussia. I'm doing a whole bunch of promo, but right. I just don't understand. Like, if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat, gonna a eat hot the glizzy. Yeah, I'm not going to refer to it as that. I know it is a hot dog, but I'll eat a hot dog. In the summer barbecues, fam, where the hot sausage is at? The one that you split open. Come on, man. 
that joint too big and it got a curve to it. No, I don't know what niggas, type of see. That's a off the wall. Is, niggas is weird. You see, it's an off the wall. They look at it and start I shaking. Said, like, I can't yeah, need but it. But why? But why do we always sexualize everything we do? Why are we that horny? Yeah, I guess. You can't be. We can't possibly be that horny where we think everything is about sex. We yeah, we some horny people. If that's what we doing. That's so, why you can't enjoy food because you horny. Got it. So let's talk about some things. I got some stuff up here, right. and I've just been <laughs> collecting these throughout the week as possible topics. Um, and hopefully, this is not the last time y'all know is on the show. It's hard to get them in here, y'all. It's hard, no, baby. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. It's difficult, but yeah. I already told you now. I would love to continue to have you here as a as a as a presence. Um just because I don't I don't really have these conversations with, okay. with straight folks like that on the podcast. Well, look, if you if your fans like it, give give us two likes, I'll be back. Let us all, know, all y'all. I need is two. If y'all like it, let us know. And I want to do more podcasts where I'm just more chill, more laid back, and my listeners want to hear that from me too. So okay. it's a win win situation. I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> so um So, let's, some of these are, I don't want to talk about some of these, like, this is, yeah, that's, that ain't this fun. That, that, that ain't, that ain't, let's talk about. How about the second one? Which one? That one right there. This one? Yeah. Ladies, it's important. You go through that nigga phone. Go through that nigga phone. Go through that nigga phone. Go Stay through that nigga's phone. phone. Don't go in that nigga's phone. Go through his don't phone. Go going through his phone will save you a lot of wasted time. Don't go in that nigga's phone. You go know, through that nigga phone. You know nigga's spirit ain't right. You do not. So, oh, let me. Did it stop? Okay, wait. Okay, there we go. I'm like, how did it stop it? So that was um, Shekana, a reality TV star, hair. I, I think she still do hair. And uh, T.S. Madison. Looking gorgeous. I just love, I just have to, I just love T.S. Madison. I'm sorry. I just got to put that in there. I, I love her. And, and she has really been glowing up. And I just love the look, the hair, the makeup, the the titties, just every, I just, shout out to T.S. Madison and, and her glow up. Okay. Nobody been able to stop this bag. But y'all heard the video. Now you heard the video. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Why do I feel like the caption don't match? It don't. So wait, let me go back to the notes. Oh no, it's the right one. Yeah. Go through your spouse phone. How you feel? How you feel about the video? Uh, I can see both sides of it. Okay. Talk to us. I can see both sides of it. I think um, some people look at relationships like investments, and the people that look at them like investments are the ones that go through their phone. So they. They believe their spouse is on the up and up, but it's like you want to check your stock. It's a confirmation. Yeah, you want like it, it feel good, like so your stock up this year. The relationship up. Wait, talk about that feel good piece. It's like once you get that confirmation, yeah. is it kind of like a like, whoo? Okay, no, we ain't even get to the confirmation yet. We just still in a relationship. You just you just started a relationship, bond stock. That shit going up. It's going up, up, like it's going. Got it's, you. Okay. It's never coming down. Like, and if it come down, it's just a little bit. Like, cause we all got a little moment, but the the fucking stock is going up. It's skyrocketing. You bought it at ten dollars. It's like a hundred now, but now you keep checking it because every other day it's going up. It's making hold you. On, hold on, pause. I just want to get it more. There you go. All right. Because every direct into your voice. There you go. Mm-hmm. Every other day, it's going up. It's feeling better and better. So now you like this. Is too good to be true. Let me go check. Is that what happens? Is this is too good to be true? Let me go look. Yeah, or or it's curiosity. It's both. I like again. I can see from both perspectives. So you do that. You go through the phone. Your stock is up. You look through the phone. Ain't nothing yeah. in there. Your stock. Yeah. You good. You might not check it. You might not feel the need to check it again. Or you go check it. You you find out the fucking investment is fraudulent. It's fake. It's going down. He cheating. Yeah. yeah. She cheating. And now you hurt. But now my question is, what you going to do with that information? Mm. Are you going to pull out? Or are you going to go in there and argue with everybody and then still not pull out? Mm-hmm. Like, you, all right, what you going to do? You, you see that he or she cheating? What you going to do now? You going to argue about it? 
You're going to stay even if you already seen what you need to see. What you going to do? Then I get understand on the other side, like, yo, I'm happy with my relationship. It's going good to me. It's right where I want it to be. There's no need for me to go through this phone. I don't even care what's in there. And it ain't a delusion. It's like, no, I don't care. Because some people, you know, would argue, and I have at times, is that it's a feeling. Like, if you have to go through the phone, that means something was already wrong. Like, that that feeling of having the need to go through the phone. Yeah. To me, that is speaking to, potentially, speaking to um, disloyalty or distrust. Yeah. That they're not saying something to you that you feel like the only way you could possibly find out the phone. is to go through the phone and get that confirmation because the, I mean, let's be honest, these phones is, is demons. Yeah. Um, Damn. I was listening to a song earlier today and she was like, yo nigga, I hate your phone. I fucking hate your phone. Like I love you, but I fucking hate your phone. I wish that shit was not in our relationship. And it's just really as like <laughs> funny and like kind of comical as it was. I really started to like, think about it. Like, Wow. Some men probably make this, or some people, let me not just say men. Yeah. Some people probably just us. make this a living hell for their partners. Yeah. Because of how, I mean, I, I know like even with my friends, sometimes I'm just like, yo, put your phones down. Like, let's spend time together. It's little things like that, mm-hmm. that it's like if you're not self aware. But either way, it's going to get you, one, all right, you're not self aware. You go through the phone. Either way, it's going to get you in trouble. You find something you don't. Right, so you find something, you probably gonna check again. If you don't find something, you probably gonna start to wonder anyway. Why well, I ain't find nothing? Maybe he deleting all his shit. Maybe she deleting all her stuff. Like you taking yourself. So there's through, no resolution. No, you just you digging a hole deeper, deeper, deeper. Yeah, cause curiosity. So I never knew the end of this, but curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. You were satisfied but not finding shit in Wait, his phone. Yeah. That's some old head shit. Yeah. Say it again. Cause that's the first time I heard the whole thing. Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Some of y'all can't wait to say that shit, can't y'all? <laughs> if I see Especially them, to a youngin, like <laughs> Yeah, you know why curiosity died, right? You can't wait to say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you're curious like Satisfaction and now you brought back. it back. What what does that mean? Like Like whatever whatever the cat or this how I'm just doing it on freestyling, like Curiosity killed the cat. Right. I went through the phone, right? And that killed my curiosity. So I'm good now. Like, I went through the phone, ain't nothing in there. But the satisfaction of not going mm-hmm. through that phone is going to bring me back to that phone to go through it. Because now I need to confirm my confirmation every so often. Because mm. like you said, that thought and distrust got you in that phone. And the, and the fact that that seed of distrust is lingering in the relationship, to me, is... Um, a red flag and instead of going through the phone like we need to get in therapy we need to talk we need we need to so call you, our pastor call our parents whatever the case you even is go to therapy, it's like just talk I right that's I, what I said or no, talk I'm or, talking before you get to all of that calling mm-hmm. up talk mm-hmm. I don't think we talk enough some people don't have and if you come to understand that you do want to talk and communicate and you don't know how be honest about that Say, I, I, I really want to talk this through with you, this situation, but I honestly can't find the words or I don't yeah. know how to talk to you about this. And I want to do as less harm to me and you as possible. Let's let's figure this out. Like, let's figure out a way to navigate this. And I know somebody listening to us right now, like, oh, they saying that because they talking on this podcast and they not in an intense situation. I want to let you I've know the very last intense situation I was in, I handled it just like Eric described. I'm like, I know you're not yelling at me, but I feel like you are, and this is how I'm hearing your words. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Let again, I know you're not, but I feel like your words, you're trying to attack me, and you don't believe nothing that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation, but it was it was over. I let you know what I was interpreting, interpreting by listening to you speak. Instead we of responding. Yeah. Some people just respond. Like, they interpret things a certain way. They don't like it. And they just respond on that. And then the other person responds. And then it's like, remember the ping pong? Back in the day in the arcade, we had the bing, bing, bing. And what were those called? Atari. Um, That's what happens in these arguments. And it goes nowhere. And it goes bad fast. We we, T.I. said in one of his songs, 
are we arguing to be right or are we arguing to understand? I, yeah, mm. y'all, y'all new to me. I don't quote a lot Who of the Bible. Ti, oh child. I'll, see, here we go again. We can't associate the good stuff with the bad stuff. <laughs> way. But I mean, I know y'all new to me. I don't quote a lot of Bible stuff. I quote uh, memes and lyrics. I mean that that's what I grew up on. So yeah, but that's what it is. The rubber band man. Yes. Why does the Taliban? But that's all. That like, was about. Yes, it was. What you trying to? What do we trying to achieve from this conversation? Mm-hmm. And like one of us got to be understanding that this, it, even though the title is called, it's an argument, but we're not. We just having a, a debate, and it may get a little heated, but it's a debate, and I'm, I want to be right, but I also want to understand. And if I can't be right, just let me understand. Yeah, I don't know how we got there from going through the phone, but well, it, I think it's all relevant. And if I, and if my goal is to be right, then we're coming into the conversation with the wrong energy. Mm-hmm. Because by me wanting to be right, that's cutting me off a little bit from being able to fully hear you and receive what you're saying. Now, I can fully receive what you're saying, and then I can I don't have to necessarily agree with all of that. Yeah. But I mean, goddamn, I got to at least be available to be able to receive. And I think some of us find ourselves in these situations and these altercations where we're we're not ready to receive. And again, if you're not ready to receive, acknowledge that and speak that and be like, yo, let's um, pick this up tomorrow. I'm really not ready. Like right now, this is like you was just saying, like this doesn't feel good right now. And I don't want to like be intentional and I don't want to misinterpret what you're saying. I don't want this to escalate. Let's give each other 24 hours and then like come back and like talk about this yeah i would agree with that now i want to put an asterisk to that sometimes you're not going to get them 24 hours you should probably get two three four but 24 is too too long for certain situations true hung up family thank you for listening to this week's episode of the hung up podcast apologies again for how abruptly it ended you didn't get to hear Nell drop his social media information at the end of the show. You can find him on Instagram at N-E-L-L-L-L underscore underscore. And he's also the co-host of the Does That Make Sense podcast. You can find that on Apple Podcasts. Let me know in the comments of the show and the DMs if you enjoyed having Nell on the podcast. And if you did, I will be sure to bring him back. Because I enjoyed this conversation. But I want to know if you enjoyed the conversation. Let me know your thoughts. Enjoy your weekend. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.